0: Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, it's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Bill Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 284 for April 21st, 2021. My name is Phil Pinsky, with me as always, (coughs) Bill Lutz and the illustrious Tim Sway. This week's top Patreon supporters are Lakeside Woodcrafter, Klingspore Woodworking Shop, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DiResta. <coughs> Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Jim Bashir's, Paul Jackman, the boys over at maybe I've said too much, Creator Nader, Wesley Treat, happy belated birthday by the way, Rob Ray, Darren Mattis, ISO Tunes, Tim Holliner, and Gengi and Pop Pop Makerspace.
1: Bill you slipped through your bell. Nope. Um sure I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. No, you're boycotting it? Yep.
2: See what okay. you did, Phil. Uh, so I'm, I'm boycotting, but at least I'll say what I'm boycotting. I'm boycotting recognizing isotones who are sponsoring us right now. But Phil, if you want to go ahead and, and talk about isotones, at least you know no, you're
1: not you're not rec- you're not boycotting recognizing Tunes. you're boycotting just ringing your dumb bell. <laughs> no yeah. no 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 because I wanted to ex- <laughs> how do you say um, the same yes, reason
2: you why say. you trumpet for Jimmy Doresta, right And yeah. you right So I'm boycotting, Bill? What am I boycotting?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna turn this into a small segue. <clears throat> Earlier this week I received a rather strange comment on one of my YouTube videos, and it was <laughs> it was three words. Are you Jewish? <laughs> and what I think happened was that it was actually meant for Bill because Constantly with the Jewish guilt he's putting on us. And today, another example thereof. I'm boycotting Phil because he won't let me recognize our sponsor.
2: And, and I'm going to reply
0: back to the comments. Wrong video, wrong number. I think you meant to call Bill. Here's his number.
1: <laughs> but. Did you, did you pin that comment? I did. Yeah, and has That's anybody awesome. started trolling him yet? Or
0: I don't know. I, I mean, don't know, it's, but I feel like it's just a very strange thing. It's a
1: it's a weird question to ask. Like you know, like are you Catholic? Like you just like, you know, and just because it's Jewish, it just instantly your mind goes to the, like, oh well, he's an a hole. Well, you know,
2: I'm gonna have to rewatch the video to see if there's anything in there, anything you said, yeah, any. I'm to
0: see which one it was actually, because I didn't really pay attention to. It. I just saw the comment. And I was like. Why okay. are you? It was
2: your Craig Killer video, I assumed, right?
0: <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. It was um, an unboxing was your, of my DeWalt router. It was your oh. how to make matzah video. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever says anything about the matzah video. <laughs> but it's just so strange because, like, nobody ever asks you if you're Jewish to say something good. You know what I mean? Are, are, I you're right? are you Jewish? Because you've got a tremendous hairline. Like, that doesn't happen. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, Generally, questions like that aren't followed up with compliments. <laughs> is
2: that's it right. even possible? Is it even possible that it was that it was a reaction to something in the video, innocuously?
0: I will put it to you, and I will put it to our listeners to watch my Dewalt router unboxing <laughs> video to, to tell me if you think was that's my pick of the week. Particularly Jewy <sniffs> in there that he would me <laughs> to, to
1: Mazeltov. Welcome to my workshop.
0: Yeah, I don't think I was. Heavy on the Jewishness in the video, but I'm I leave just, it to I'm, you, the listener, to watch and to comment.
2: Please, we're, we're please, just, please we're reply. We're just trying to see the bright side of every of every person. That's all.
0: Oy vey! If you watched the, the, the video, doubt. you'd know. <laughs> Crazy, too funny. Um, yeah. So, um, let's see. Are we? Uh, we're skipping that, right? We're going right to this now. Nah, let's talk about what we're working on. I want to hear what you guys are working on. Okay. you go first. Gives Bill enough time to make something up.
2: Okay. Nope. I already got something.
0: Oh, Whoop, he's, he's already first. made something up. Da, 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 da. Go, Tell go us. ahead.
2: Go ahead. Go with what wait you made minute. up. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a whoa, whoa. Settle down. All right. So what I was working on, I had to work Sunday. And um, while at the airport, I came across another treasure, another amazing find. It needed some love. It needed to be taken apart, it needed to be cleaned, seriously needed to be cleaned. There were spills and chemicals on this. I didn't, I didn't even know what. I, I, I tried to grease I, it. It was a lot of effort, but it was worthwhile. If you look behind me, you see that? You see that red box right there?
0: Yeah. Toolbox. Nice. Nice roll. It's a, a craftsman.
2: It's a craftsman, five drawer. Cra- I mean, it's not like a snap on, but it's a five drawer craftsman toolbox. The top is like a little work area. It's got little um, um, cubbies for nuts and bolts and stuff on it. It's got a, a hose reel on one side. It's got... Oh, it's just it's just a neat little toolbox. Uh, so I spent um, yesterday after work and then uh, parted today getting it cleaned up. And it came out nice. I mean, once I got it cleaned up and put together. So what it's going to be is it's going to be my new... So right now when I when I clean my guns or I do any gunsmithing, everything is in shoe boxes and cigar boxes and another thing and that. that's gonna be my new gun cleaning slash gunsmithing toolbox. Yeah. I like it. And that. it's it's a big it's it's nice, it's a rolling for anybody else, obviously y'all can't watch it, it's a five drawer rolling cart style toolbox, uh, craftsman. And what do you I think found that like
0: that is new. Come on, our box
2: yeah, I mean, yeah, somewhere in there, maybe yeah. anywhere from a hundred to two hundred bucks. Yeah. I, I don't know, at least one hundred fifty nine dollars.
0: Really do that. Like, it's a nice, so, yeah, nice, something like nice that. Action. It's that, like Did I you, said, it's it, nice it was snap on, on, huh? Nice action on the drawers.
2: Yeah, not bad. It doesn't have like ball bearing drawers, but it does have the slow to pull. Like you pull it about halfway, then you gotta pull it the rest of the way. It has mm-hmm. stops Full on extension. it. Had to fix a couple of those. Um, yeah, it's just, and in fact, I have another uh, toolbox, a red one that should fit on top of it. That I found six months ago. It was just a little two... It looked like one that would sit on top of a box. It's only got right. two drawers on it, but it's got a mm-hmm. lock to it. Anyway, so I got. I, I, that's what I was working on, Phil. That's, that's good. Him. That's good. I that, that counts. That counts. Right? Re- reclaimed, it counts. found it, curbside find, kind
0: of. Did airport, actual work. Up against the like dumpster. What? Did what? Actual work. I like it. It's good. Yes. Solid.
2: Okay, hold on. I gotta take a breath now. You guys go ahead.
0: I gotta catch my breath. No. Take a nap. Exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim Swain. I,
1: I wanna before I get to what I was working on. That just reminded me, and it's it'll be too late by the time the podcast airs. But my friend Sammy, who works at Avid CNC, um, she's uh, Go Sammy S A M I Lee G O Sammy Lee on uh, Instagram, and she had in her story her and her partner. Are, they have this house and every once in a while just put stories over this house that they've been renovating and they're very creative and, uh, and hardworking people and, and they're just this beautiful little house they're doing but so I just you know I don't watch everybody's stories all the time but I just flipping through a story this morning and um, they built it it looks like um, I have something very similar in my yard where I keep my lawnmower it's like a you know the little shed against the side of your house is like lower mm-hmm. than the windows has a slightly slanted roof you know type of a thing and, and um, it was her partner I forget his name uh, opening just opening this finished looks like a tool shed just like typical like you know type of a thing but it has a a a, like a tailgate type shock in it like so it goes up slowly the lid so the whole yeah. roof opens up slowly, and there's an LED light in there on a motion sensor or on a on a off switch or whatever that turns on, and then the two doors open up, and there's a workbench in there, and then the two doors open up, and there's a tool rack, so both doors are all these hanging tools, like tool walls, and then the storage underneath the bench. So it's like basically an outdoor workbench, you can just close the two front doors and close the lid down and lock it, and all your... Tools are in there. It's huh. just it's just beautiful, and I don't I don't so know if Sammy tools. Is to in garden tools or actual tools? No, like hammers and and scroll saws and or not scroll saws, but like a skill saw and like hammers. He didn't have all his tools oh, in there, wow. yet, but for like you know he was they're framing their decks and this and that, just like it's like a little out, outdoor workbench, you know. Uh, and it was just really beautiful because it just like you would never think that there's anything in there other than maybe firewood, or you know it might even be gone now because it was this morning when I saw it, but uh, right, but uh. maybe maybe I'll ask her to post it in her main feed, not
0: just the story. No, I got it. I got it. You,
1: you see it? Yeah, yeah, it's cool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty clever. So that's something like, for because I know a lot of us, you know, have, like Phil, for example, ha- is, you know, moving into a smaller space. Yeah. But you could, you know, like, but then you're like, well, I'd like to keep, you know, you get your skill. You're going to be using your saw outside anyways, like your track.
0: I'd like to know what part of the country this is.
1: Can- uh, not Canada. No, she's in the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Oh, right. so, we have winter.
0: So milder weather. Milder weather, yeah. I could not have this.
1: Yeah, I guess. I guess. Well, I you could,
2: but it would. It would. It'd be a little more involved as far as insulating the inside, um, making
1: sure that you. Well, got... it'd also be. You'd have to shovel to it in the winter. You know, yeah, it wouldn't, just to be it able to open.
0: Be possible, it. but I think it's a super cool concept and really great execution. Yeah. Yeah. What Is about off the
2: deck? What about off your deck? Phil? like
0: truth is, is I'm, I'm still going to leave some tools in the garage. Like, I'm not going to take my 20-gallon compressor into the basement. There's no reason for it. It would only ever be used outside for things right. like spraying and filling up tires and oh, stuff. Just have, so a, that shelf in the, have a shelf yeah, in the garage so to gonna keep that's going to go, go just on. against the wall or whatever. So there's still going to be stuff that will be done in the driveway and whatever. So I'm going to leave some
1: and get a couple general
0: good... home building tools there
1: right have a couple good sawhorses and you can always yeah. pull your wife's car out and set up the sawhorses and cut stuff all day and then put it all away and put the car back 100% in. Yeah. yeah yeah definitely
0: it's not, it's like, still, you're, it's it's not like you're it's still gonna never... be within like reason here
1: yeah it's not like you're losing all that space you're just losing permanent ownership of it <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's exactly right yeah that's exactly right it's like going from owning to renting in my own house yeah feels yeah. good feels good
1: <laughs> so how, much your, how much is your wife charging you <laughs> a
0: lot um <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs>
1: okay um what i'm up to uh i'm still trying to get ready for a, i i mentioned before in the show there's a guitar show in uh may may 23rd in boston i'm trying to get to my guitars on that because uh, i want to get finish getting the truck ready for that um If you go to newperspectivesmusic.com, there's a calendar, and you can actually see the dates where the truck is going to be. And I have some other stuff I might – there's like a local sort of um, craft show. I might actually take the truck out too because the guy said I could just do it for free just to practice – not that I expect to sell anything, but just to practice setting up and doing it for this guitar show. And if Mm -hmm. I do that, I'll put it on the calendar as well. So, um, you know, I'm starting to try to book the truck out, but I've just been so darn busy making stuff. I haven't had too much time to really think about using the truck just yet, unfortunately, you know. I've uh, got th- yeah, like three guitars I'm working on, and then one of them is the, the Great Guitar Build-Off Competition for Charity that I'm doing, and uh, I'm pretty happy with that. And then I did, this is, this is something, um, oh yeah, and I'm making uh, close to 1,000 guinea pig tanks. Forgot about that. That little oh side God. project. I had, I had 500 of them have been paid for, and it's for a subscription box. So she was like, it's going to be 800 to 1,000. She's like, I don't know, I, I won't know until the like this first week of May or second week of May and then they would need to be done by June, mid-June. And I was like, well, I, I can't start them May 15th and have them to you by, you know, in the mail by June 15th. I'm like, I need more time. So why don't you buy 500 of them now? And then I can do the other three to 500 of them then. So, um, you know, that's that's the plan for that. So, Smart. Cranking those out. Um, and then this, this is kind of a, a, an interesting one. So we have... Our, our living room is is weird it's like an addition like we have like a i guess it's like a tv room you would call it, a family room or something it's like an addition off of our ranch and um the people that that built it they built like it's it's probably about like 12 by 20 feet or something like that you know like not like a huge room but you know a nice a nice size room for
0: That's size room
1: yeah if it, you know four or five people sitting around the couches watching tv no problem you know and mm-hmm. um it's a pretty big room but then there's this other skinny room that's only about three and a half feet deep by the whole length of it so it's like you know the 20 feet by like three and a half and um and it's like uh, it's got a lot of windows and it's got the roof is pitched up and I, and I, they said it was like for a hot tub there's some water that's kind of running out there but it was never finished I don't know what kind of hot tub you fit in besides one of those weird Japanese right it'd be like one of those Japanese standing soaking tubs or something I don't know but um infinity she pool, had maybe. what's that
0: an infinity pool maybe <sighs> But those, even that way. Like, uh, Three and a half you swim feet, you've got to be mistaken.
1: In. Six feet? Yeah. No, it's it's like, it's less than four feet wide by, wow. like, 12 feet long. And then it's got a, in the middle of it is a double French door. So six feet of that wall, of that 20-foot wall, six feet of it is open. And there there's glass French doors you would open and close. So it's like a sunroom. She had plants in there when we looked at the house, like a lot of plants because there's a lot of natural sunlight that comes in. And so she had these these glass doors closed. It's like, almost like a little like sauna or something in there like for these plants, like a little like greenhouse, um, terrarium in-house. maybe. Yeah, it's like a little greenhousey type thing. But so when we bought the house, I was like, "Oh, well, let's just knock this wall out, right?" and just yeah. make the room bigger. But the tile doesn't match, and then there's like the the roof is pitched on one side. It's just this weird thing. And so it's just sort of become like um like Vance has his his desk in there now and it's like his kind of little space. Um, and we, it's just got these two French doors that open and close that, that we just always leave open and we can't close them because you have to move the couch to close one of them. You know what I mean? So Gwen had the idea to get a, a sliding, uh, barn door type setup. So we bought the hardware to do that, like the big metal bar, you know, hung that up. And then well, we, we don't want to, we don't want to buy new doors or anything. I don't want to make doors from scratch. So the, the plan is, is to just take the two existing glass doors you know, they're like French doors with, eight, you know, eight, Right, make them, make them sliding doors so and, you can... Right. right, and just slide those open and close. So everything will basically look the same, except for now we can actually close those doors when Vance is in there and we're in the other room or whatever. Um, but, of course, now you have the doors that are designed to fit the hole, but we're hanging them outside the hole and higher than the hole. So that means I have to add wood That's to one. these doors. So I have to make them just, just two inches no, wider you, to kind of...
2: No, you don't. I mean, you can, but you can also just
1: frame the opening a little bit
0: that's true. You could trim it out to make the opening smaller. Right. I could trim make it out to make the opening smaller.
1: Yeah, but it's already, the trim is really nice. It's already well done, you know. Oh. So. Oh, there you go. And the doors aren't painted, but everything else is painted. So I'm like, well, I'll just get some oh. some hardware, you know, just just some, you know, framing lumber, basically, you know, nail it to the edges of these doors. Then you need to do like an inch on each side of the door. And then like across the bottom, I need to add like three and a half inches. So I'm just going to add three and a half inches to the bottom. And then I got to fill the where the doorknobs were. And all that, you know, a little bit of putty and then paint the whole thing. So, so I got to do that. And then as like I was like, oh, I'm sure I got some wood around the shop that I could that I can just do this with. But of course, I don't, which means I have to go to the box store and spend way too much money. I'm sure on buying some lumber to do this. I don't want to buy just like framing yeah, lumber. I get two some
2: by fours are seventy five dollars each now. Yeah,
1: exactly. They're super exactly. cheap now. So, so I know they're <laughs> down to seventy five. So it won't be that bad,
0: you know. Yeah, it's pretty good. But uh,
1: yeah, so I got that little little side project going on. Um, which is like, it's like one of those things that like the old lady that swallowed the fly, like every step of the way, it's like, oh, we put <laughs> yes. this here and it's like, oh, now I have to do this. It's like, oh, and I have to do this. And I, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's, that's what houses are. Right. Every time you Money do pits. something in a house. Yeah. But just every time you do something in a house, it means you have to do 10 more things. Like, it's like, all I want to do is change a light bulb. And here I am on a ladder fixing a roof. It's like, what happens? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: it's funny you say that. <laughs> funny you say that. All so right, your turn. <laughs> So uh, Costco sells these basketball nets, like the kind that, you know, they, uh, they've got – you could either fill up the base with sand or with water, and they go up and down. And it was, it was uh, my son Jake's birthday in uh, – I guess it will be in two days from when this episode comes out. He's the, the 23rd. And, uh, and so we're getting – we got him one of these things, but they are in scarce supply. Like you have to the, find out the day the shipment's arriving. You've got to be there the next morning. You've got to get there at the crack of 8.00. So as it turns out, my brother works at Costco, and so he gave us the inside dish. So he's on a manag- management track or whatever, but he works at one of the stores, and he's like, Phil, they're coming in the 12th <laughs> at night. You gotta be there on the 13th at 8 a.m. when the store opens, and you better run, because they sell out fast. So my wife and I go, because we need to take my wife's car, it's a little bigger than mine, and, uh, and so we burn it right to this basketball net, Grab it, put it on one of those, whatever, the, not the regular shopping cart, the kind yeah. that's for cargo or whatever. Bring it home. We bought the thing. Sat in the garage for about a week. Finally, uh, and, and sorry, we were there also, and we happened to pass by some outdoor lighting fixtures that go on the house. Ours that are on the house or used to be on the house uh, are original to the house. And if you think about the house was made in, I think, 81, 82. So it really they were like these glass cubes, these glass rounded cubes and that's what it was and they're tinted dark. So you put a light bulb inside and it's not particularly bright because it's just one it's one light bulb. And it's too shallow to put like a big CFL or a big bright anything. So it's just been just very dark in our in outside our house. So we saw these new modern fixtures and they were like forty or fifty dollars and they last for twenty thousand hours and they kind of match style that so you know what? For forty bucks a piece and we only need three of them I was like Put it in the cart. Let's do it. So put it in the cart. Uh, Saturday, I put up the fixtures. I started later on in the day because uh, the weather wasn't really that great. And I put up two of them. First one went up. Easy peasy. Beautiful, as these things always do. So you're like, oh, okay. And I put up the first one just to make sure my wife liked it because, you know, it wasn't a too big of an investment time, maybe half an hour to do the whole thing. And she comes up and she's like, yeah, I love it. Let's do the rest. Cool. Open up the next one. Um, what's behind it? Nice. A hornet's nest. Yeah. A tiny little <laughs> hornet's nest. So that's fun. Get out the shop vac. Suck out everything out of there. Get rid of it. And then as it turns out, the the brick juts out where the bottom of the fixture is. So it's kind of on a slant. And so that means that the, the retaining screws are too short.
1: Mm. So I go through my miscellaneous <laughs> box of
0: screws and uh, find ones that are the exact same pitch count and thread count and all this stuff so that will work. Get it on there. That one works. Okay, fine. And then by this time, it's too dark and I'm exhausted and I realize I don't have any more screws or bolts or whatever to do the third one. So that one literally still in my house now, three days later. So I've got two of the new ones, one remaining to do, and i got to figure out when and where I'm going to do it. Meanwhile, yesterday, which leads us into our topic, but I'll, I'll sort of leave it. We'll, we'll jump. I'll talk about that in a second. So what we'll do right now is we'll go right into our, uh, our tip segment. And when we talk about the topic, I'll talk about my... Talk about my basketball net because it's the segue into the topic. So, um, as you guys know, of course, our uh, our tip segment is sponsored by IsoTunes. We are thrilled to be working with I- IsoTunes. They are a phenomenal company, family-owned company, and they just they've been great to us, and we really appreciate them mm-hmm. and what they do for us and the community. Um, if you don't know what IsoTunes is, I first of all I'm surprised to hear that because that's crazy. Normally you're much more on the ball about these things. But isoTunes is a family of um, hearing protection products, uh, earbuds and over ear cans, which are the ones that I love to wear. Uh, They are OSHA approved and they will save your hearing. Not only that, but they're also Bluetooth. So you can hook them up to your phone or any other Bluetooth device like an iPod touch, if you still have one of those, but I think most of us are just hooking them up to the phones. So that means two things. One, you could be listening to music and or podcasts while you're working. And the other thing is, and the reason that I like them and I say it every single week, is that I now know when a notification or a phone call comes in so I can work worry-free because I can hear my phone. So if anything comes in, I can stop what I'm doing. I can check my phone, see if it was important. Otherwise, I ignore it. And I don't have to constantly be checking my phone to see if something or someone has texted me or something important has come in. So it's really, it's um. It's a de-stressor. It makes me feel much more relaxed in the shop because I don't have to keep checking the phone. And because my time in the shop is so limited, I'm always worried that something is going to come up, you know? So I I can work um, without worry. So I I love it for that reason. And, of course, I actually find them... uh, Normally, I wear the, you know, the generic yellow Stanley um, over ears, but I actually find that the isotunes over ears are more comfortable, and I prefer to wear them. So I now have an extra set in the garage, which I usually put on one of the kids if they're working with me. Um, So... All that to say, that's what IsoTunes is, but what do they do for the weekly tip segment, and what is the weekly tip segment? Well, this is um, listener, uh, you know, our listeners send us in these tips, and every single listener who submits a tip on a weekly basis gets entered to win one pair of IsoTunes, which is amazing, and that's gonna be, um, we're probably going to announce that in the next two to three weeks who the winner is, because we've been taking in these submissions over the last, uh, I guess, the last three months, uh, what a wild ride it's been! We've gotten a lot of amazing tips, and we're super happy to get them. Um, if you do not win, or if you just want to buy a pair, you actually can use a reclaimed audio code, which is reclaimed ten. So all you need to do is go to isotunes.com/slash reclaimed audio, and you can use the code Reclaim ten to get ten dollars off of a pair of IsoTunes. And uh, and yeah, let's hear those. Let's hear those tips this week. Timmy, so, anything lined up for us?
2: The, the, Well, there's one from Doug, and I'd like to, if Tim, if that's okay, I'd like to read the one from Doug.
0: Yeah, go for it. Yeah.
2: So, And this just came in today um, from Doug. And it says, um, hey, Tim, Bill, Phil, greetings from the beautiful uh, Pacific Northwest. He says, I've been racking my brain for weeks trying to come up with a decent shop tip for the tip segment, and I finally came up with one the other day. Finally. So how often have you needed to stop what you're doing to adjust a piece of shop machinery? You have to find the appropriate tool for the appropriate nut, bolt, set screw, etc. You end up with a handful of Allen wrenches or combination wrenches or sockets or whatever. And of course, you then realize you've grabbed grabbed the good old imperial sizes when all along in the back of your mind you knew you should have grabbed the pesky metric ones. Well, my solution to the problem is to take a Sharpie and write directly on the machine near the offending fastener the size of said fastener. That is so brilliant. Um, I like it. For example, my my uh, craftsman bandsaw, uh, all the little—it's uh, got the roller guides on it. So all every there's like 85 different Allen screws that hold these rollers on, and it's not all the same size, right? Mm. Yeah. So, and exactly like you said, I go, I walk across the shop into my toolbox, I pull out, you know, I either have to grab the whole thing of Allen wrenches, or I try and remember what it was, and I go back two or three. three two. Anyway, writing on, it. and if you don't want to write on your machine, I would use a piece of um of uh, painter's tape. tape.
0: Yeah. That's what, exactly what I was just <clears throat> gonna say.
1: Just, Great just yesterday, we were at a birthday party. Uh, Vance went to his friend's house. There was an outdoor birthday party, and uh, they were riding quads and ATVs around. And so we brought Vance's. He got this free quad from this kid that uh, you know it's held to go the wing and a prayer. But so we brought it over so there'd be enough for everybody to ride. And so sure enough, when he Vance is at the furthest possible point on the property from where everything is, the chain pops off. And uh, and so you got to go down there, you know. He walked back and and to take the little cover off so you can put the chain back on, and um and just yesterday, uh the the boys came up and they're like, do you remember what size socket that is, you know? For the, <laughs> and I was like, uh eight, nine or ten mil. I don't know. Grab all three. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. if I had written on it. Yep. Yeah.
2: Well, it, it continues, and he does mention the 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 bandsaw. Uh, but, but another tip is similar, but a little bit different. And I love this one too, because again, both of these are just great. Another tip which is similar, but a little different is to measure the distance from the blade to the outside edge of the base plate on my skill saw and write that dimension on the base, on the base plate. So when I'm setting up a straight edge to saw against, mm-hmm as when ripping a sheet of a unaffordable plywood i have the mm-hmm. distance from the cut line to where the straight edge needs to be clamped depending on which side of the blade you are cutting you can add the thickness of the blade blah blah that's pretty smart too it just that's
1: good i'm, I'm gonna one up that one and i might yeah, have mentioned for a, it. i might have mentioned it years ago on the podcast but i went of course nowadays it would cost too much but when i did this the little piece of scrap plywood i needed was very inexpensive i have a piece of half inch plywood that is cut to that distance and I keep it wow. with the straight edge that I use to clamp. So what I do is I draw I like the line that. where I want it to be. I drop the straight edge on. I drop this piece of plywood. I clamp the straight edge. I t- put the piece of plywood aside. And I have written tool on it, so I don't actually ever accidentally cut it and use I like it I something it. else.
0: Smart. Yeah. Jigs. Who knew? Love it. Doug, um, great tips. Yeah. So, well. uh, he,
1: he goes on
2: to say, um, I hope someone may find these helpful. Keep up the great work. I look forward to each new episode because I know they will help me get through the workday on the day each new episode appears. All the best And then he wants uh, his, his last name is He's French So he's one of our Our French listeners Because his last name I believe is pronounced uh, Ledize
1: <laughs> So it's
0: Doug Ledize
1: uh, From Leidze. France I thought he, he he typed in phonetically How it's pronounced And he wrote lidzi
0: That's what he wrote yeah, Let uh, me uh, just take a look at that Because you guys always Butcher the French
1: <laughs> No 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 It's it's it's, Le it's Lids No it can't be Lids
0: No that doesn't make
1: sense no, no, no! It's Lids. Pronounced
0: Lids. I'm just looking at it. Oh, I get it. You're joking. That's funny.
1: Um, agree to disagree.
0: Uh, okay. All right. Thanks, Doug. Great tips. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. As I mentioned. Awesome tips. My David favorite
1: tips are on. the ones that are like they're so simple yet so intelligent. Of like, why don't you just write down the size wrench you need on the head of the bolt? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's so simple, but, yeah. but I never would have thought of it. Like,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, and a lot of it too is things. What I'm really enjoying is people are are their tips maybe it's something that I've done in the past so it's like yeah I've done that but I never thought that 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 can actually be helpful to somebody else right right because right, you're like
1: duh everybody knows to do that like that's what Doug right, is like well everybody not knows everybody to write does, that or
2: the ones that don't. it's like everybody else would say yeah we all do this and I'm thinking mm-hmm. like no this is
1: genius I never would have thought of that so yeah, this is yeah. this is so much fun I love this segment It's uh, yeah, one no, more right, right yeah, it's, it's been the best part of our podcast I mean I mean, no I mean Bill you're the best part of our podcast you
0: have to like <laughs> oh stop it but there's another <laughs>
1: tip right I don't think so. I think that was the only one that came in this week.
0: Nope. Did we read, did we read Robert McCarty? Nope. Yeah.
1: Oh, I missed uh, that one. What is that? I don't know.
0: Well, Bill must have it open, so go ahead and read it.
2: <clears throat> uh, well, Tim actually responded to it, but I'll go ahead and read it. Um, tips from 282. I just got done listening to episode 282 when the gentleman asked about how to reuse the mechanism for the sliding lighter. So, oh, okay. We did, we did do read that. that one.
1: Yeah, we
0: did do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. right. Yeah, the router. so Robert oh, McCarty, yes.
1: you're entered twice. No, just kidding.
0: Just kidding. Okay, I cool. typed his name.
1: I just typed his name in the list twice. Now you now if if Robert wins, it's uh, he's gonna have to thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Bake you some brownies
0: or something. <laughs> yeah, there's no chance we could delete it. <laughs> no, it's it's typed in. It's already in. It's basically it's a, in blood. It's, it's a computer.
1: I mean, there's nothing. You know, it's permanent.
0: <laughs> it's a computer. Honestly, I'm gonna use that line.
1: You can't. This is a computer. A computer. What,
0: I got to <laughs> take an eraser
1: out? I can't erase on this thing. It costs like $2,000. I'm going to drag an eraser across it. <laughs> the, fu- the files are in the computer? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Zoolander 2.
0: No, Zoolander 1.
1: Oh, is that Zoolander 1? Yeah.
0: It was the first one. And there was like that first whatever, like, you know, the iMac iMac whatever, just got the iMac bubble. And then bubbles. they just pick it up and they throw it.
1: Just smash it. Ball <laughs> scene.
0: Yeah. scene. <laughs> They're looking for paper. <laughs> Files are in the computer.
2: <laughs> Settle down, boys.
0: Uh, are we okay. unsettled? Are we not settled? Right.
1: Um. Okay. Back, tell us about your basketball,
0: man. Okay, so here's the topic, and you know, here's my story. So I opened up this box, and they say it takes anywhere between two and four hours to build this thing. And me, <laughs> I know what I'm doing, so it's not gonna take me four hours. Could take me under two for sure. So I get into it and I'm doing it. And at one point, I just, there is a seven and one inch bolt and a seven and three quarter inch bolt. But the instructions call for a seven and a half inch bolt and it is nowhere to be found. And I've got kids out, I've got neighbors out. Everybody thinks they're being helpful. I can't find this bolt. Meanwhile, I've been building this thing in the driveway because once it's done, I don't wanna have to carry it. And you can't build indoors because it gets pretty tall. So I got things strewn about. There's things everywhere. And this one bolt is missing. And because the driveway's on an incline, you assume things ruled away or they're under the box or maybe one of the little kids took it. So I'm out here, I got a flashlight into the kit, into the eyes of every kid. What'd you do? What Do you have the bolt? Where's the bolt? <laughs> Empty out your pockets, <laughs> let me see. Jake, AJ, let me, let me, did you take the bolt? It's not funny, it's not funny. Give me the bolt, where's the bolt? I'm telling you, this is 45 minutes to an hour of me looking for this bolt. And I'm like, I'm pulling out what little hair I have left. I am razzled, I am dazzled. Friend of mine walks past with his family, they're doing a family walk. I said, Lowen, how are you? He goes, good. He looks over, he goes, that's the Costco basketball net. I said, it sure is. I built it this morning, it's missing a bolt, right? I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, yeah, it's a known (laughs) thing, they're missing a bolt. (laughs) I am beside myself What? It never even occurred to me That Costco could make a mistake Because I live and die by this store Costco doesn't make mistakes What do I do? That instant he tells me that I go into my garage I grab a scrap piece of all thread I cut it to size I find two nuts and washers on the end Make my own bolt And Bob's your uncle An hour later I'm done So I'm thinking to myself How often must this happen? Where we just get to like one almost insignificant. I could see anybody else, right? Somebody else opens up a kit. They don't have extra parts. They don't have a workshop full of things. They're just building something, and if they're missing a part, that's it. They gotta call customer support. I could do. I could. I could have replaced it an hour earlier, but I got stuck on this thing. Get stuck on looking for one bolt.
1: You get stuck on. You're focusing on the wrong problem. You were focusing on the yeah. problem of not finding the bolt instead of the problem of finishing the job.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah, because that, it, I, yeah tunnel vision. You know? It didn't even occur to me to, to take a... to use a maker solution to a, to a Costco basketball net, right? If it was any other project, something I was building from scratch, that would have been my first inclination, right? I'm missing a bolt. I'll just make another bolt. Here, I got some all over here. It's fine. But a finished good, right? So exactly what you're saying. It's tunnel vision. You're not seeing the forest for the trees you're just seeing the forest. Whereas if I looked at one of the trees, I've been like, okay, just make a bolt. Hmm. So I was curious to see if that was something that had ever affected either one of you. Probably not because you guys are pros, but I'm just curious.
2: I can can do this at a different angle.
0: Do me, do it.
2: Um, Making the, my little, um, my coffee table I just made recently. We're still using that. There were a couple of bolts I need, or a couple of screws I needed to go from the underside of this thing. um, To, because I glued the top down a- a- anyway so I, from underneath I needed some screws and I knew that I wanted two on each end I wanted four along it's a rectangle four on either side yeah uh, that's that's what four that's twelve okay we talked about Baker's dozen right anyway that's so I, I needed twelve screws I go into my bin because I have a whole assortment of little bins I pull out where there's a majority of the screws the right length I want so it's not going to poke through the top coming up from underneath I found 11 of them and it drove me insane. I tore my garage apart to find one more. Cause I had another screw that was the same length, the same basic style, but it wasn't the same screw. And I, right. and I've done this many times where I can't not have it be matching. It's my OCD kicks mm. in and I literally tore the garage and I found one. Don't get me wrong. It's not like it was for nothing. I found one to be able to do that, but I spent 45 minutes Looking through every other bin, maybe you know, because there's just some standard deck screws. I think I was using, but it was, these happen to be the particular, the gold plated ones, and they use the the square tip head instead mm, of uh, so, right. You know, I mean, it's just yeah. like, but I had eleven of them and I didn't have twelve, and I knew I had more somewhere. Anyway, I've done that and also um, working on the car. Same thing. I, I was putting an alternator in. You, you got the bracket. It, it, it's got all three little bolts that fit on the bracket, and it's got three, or slides on there and the nuts. It's like, oh, it's missing a nut. I don't want to find another nut. I don't want one that doesn't match. I want it to look like this nut because these nuts have a little flared bottom on them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's just, it's that OCD that kicks in and I will waste more time just trying to make it match or I'll, I'll completely scrap the thing and I will go back and, and look for a whole other set of nuts or bolts or something like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you gotta But they, you you al- gotta do the nuts them off. on the alternator <laughs> make sense to me because if someone lifts the hood, they <clears> will see that. The screws underneath...
2: Nobody lifts the hood on my
1: truck. Nobody lifts the hood on my truck, and no one's going to give a crap if one of the bolts.
0: And is
2: no one that if they <laughs> <didn't> <laughs> the hood on my truck is going to care.
0: <laughs> it's just, and
2: that's just an example. I mean, I do this all the time. If I get, if I, uh, I remember putting the same thing with the. Uh, we uh, got a big seventy-inch TV that Casey wanted to buy for um, an, an NWL, the women's soccer, right? Because uh, they were playing the World Cup. I, that was great. I didn't have to be the one that wanted a TV. She did. So I got this TV. Well, this is a, a bigger than our old one. So I had to make our bracket, the wall bracket, I had to change it a little bit. I couldn't find four little screws that were the same. Same thing. I ended up going to Home Depot to buy because they were metric. There's, you know, the holes in the back of
0: the the TV. You bought the, a new wall bracket. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You got to move. At that yeah. point, you just got to move. That boy yeah. you did a new house. You did yeah. a new house.
2: <laughs> seriously, it's just like it, it, I had the screws, but they don't match. It's got to match. It's got to match. And I don't know why I'm like that with some things. Other things, I'm not. You know. And then I'm like, okay. Sometimes I'll try and compromise with myself. I'll say, okay, if I can't make them match, I'll make them all different. Well, I can't find four different ones. I can have two the same, and two that are different. That's not good enough. You know. I just. Hmm.
0: You ever spray paint them to make them match?
2: I have I have I have blackener I have metal blackener yeah, that I could I have know. done that too I've yeah. I've gone so far as to take because these are usually the ones on the brackets' or like they're, they're coated already yeah so I, I can I can take a regular bolt at really, really close and I can blacken it but it still looks different than the other ones. So I'll have to take the other ones and I'll have to grind all the coating off of those to make blacken so them. I can re-blacken it so that all the blackeners match. I'm telling you man yeah. it's a sickness it's a sickness it, turn,
0: it turns out we're nuts yes I agree with you.
1: Mm. Yeah, but but then there, but then there's like literally other things
0: that you just like yeah whatever
1: you know yeah yeah just like like the the twelve the twelve screws under the table that no one can see are gonna drive you nuts but that big old like soda can ring right in the middle of you like yeah whatever <laughs> you
0: <know? laughs> or your taxes you yeah, whatever
1: yeah, yeah whatever yeah. Yeah. zero yeah. one what's the difference uh, yeah <laughs> uh, yeah I think um, if like if my life were the Truman Show and there were cameras on me, like half of the show would be me walking the perimeter of my 6,000 square foot barn, you know, like one end of the other, like looking for that one thing that I can't remember. And and, and, like 4,000 square feet of it is just garbage, (laughs) you know, and I'm like rooting (laughs) through this stuff, like looking for like, you know, I had that, I had an L bracket that was about an inch and a half long on one side, two on the other. I pulled it off an arcade machine four years ago. It's gotta be in one of these coffee cans. And meanwhile, I have you know all sorts of you know flat steel and cold rolled steel and sheet metal and and vices and heat welders all this stuff I could just make it right yeah. but no like I know I have that one or I could you know go to the hardware store that I'm at every morning and just add it to my list for the next morning to pick up one nope gotta find it's that literally one.
0: literally a dollar yeah yeah
1: yeah I gotta spend I gotta spend an hour of my day looking for this fifty cent part you know that um,
0: I think we need we need some kind of a reminder to remind us that we are makers because mm. for me it was like. I'm making this thing. I got neighbor after busybody coming up and asking me, Hey, what are you doing? Oh, um, well, this basketball net that I'm literally straddling while I'm tightening up bolts on is uh, the thing I'm making. What does it look like to you, genius? It's a basketball (laughs) net. I'm making a basketball (laughs) net. Mm. So, like, I'm fending off these geniuses all day while I'm trying to build this thing while a bolt is missing, and I got all these kids running around like it's a daycare, and, like, so this... You know, in my head, I'm like, okay, just got to find this bolt. The bolt is the thing that's going to let me get out of the situation. So I've got like complete tunnel vision on it and I should have remembered, oh yeah, I could do anything and I could have just solved this problem right away. So I need some kind of a reminder that solutions don't need to be found in a destruction manual. Shout out to Bill. Bill.
1: You know, yeah. I, I don't have the, the maker equivalent. Maybe we can come up with it now. But uh, when I was working as a musician, you know, I played the double bass. And I had... There was, like, this, this spot on the bass that, like, when, when you start to look down, you know, when you start to just sort of, like, lose focus, you know, you mm-hmm. just, you just like, look down. You're, like, shoe gazing whatever. But it's, like, the the bout, the upper right bout of the bass is, like, right in your eyeline. And uh, I just had a note on it that said, work harder. And so it was, like, this reminder every time I started to just sort of drift into my own thoughts or not be giving, you know, my best performance. Like, actually, I just heard an interview with Yo-Yo Ma today, and he was talking about how... He was very interesting to hear. I'd never really heard of an interview. He was a super interesting guy, but he was talking about like how it doesn't matter how how good you were yesterday because the people paid to see you today. You know what I mean? So you can't like you can't blow it and then be like oh like God. oh you should have heard me yesterday. I was you know and it, it's like I so I, that. that's what I had that note. I had that little note to remind me like hey you know this is this guy's. I've I've done three weddings this weekend, but this is their only wedding this weekend. Work harder, you know. Um, hmm. And there's got to be a maker equivalent for that, right? Like Make there's got to be. Uh, well,
0: it's it's, it's don't more, rest on better? your laurels, right? <laughs> don't yeah, rest right, on your laurels. Yeah, that's exactly morals. what it is. But in this case, I think it's just a reminder that that every situation should be attacked or applied with the maker mindset, hmm. I think is, is what I'm trying to say. Like overcoming obstacles with either found materials or in, in inventive ways. And don't be conventional, I think, is ultimately I think what that boils down to. But I want to... A catchier way of saying that. Make uh, harder?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking like Izzy's think, you know, just the yeah, like a big think. Yeah, I don't want yeah, but, to. But, do it.
0: Has anyone ever used that? Just, just do it? De- no, that
1: sounds good. Just do sounds it. Sounds
0: new, right? I like that. That's fresh. Yeah. It's original, I feel, no?
1: Yeah. I like that. Let me run it by council at TimSway.net and see what how they say. Yeah,
0: see what they say. Uh, how,
1: how about Maker 8 More? Nope, don't like it at all. I don't I like that, that at
0: all. Yeah, not even no, a little bit. that's not... Mm. <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a horrible energy drink. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That hey, be, we, write
2: that down, Tim. <laughs> horrible energy drink.
1: That could
0: horrible be horrible energy drink. Time. That's it. That's the Makerate. Oh you my god.
1: Makerate. I drank that once. I was sick for days. Oh. Let's put it out to <laughs> the. Uh, let's put it out to our our listeners. Like, what's the? Oh, I like that. You know, I mean, obviously there's there's a whole bunch of them out there. Like, you know, I mean, just I make like the license plate Jimmy's thing. You know, I mean, that's like that is a great one. But we're looking for something more like that, more like that reminder, like that motivator that that you can solve this problem. Like, there's that's what we're problem solvers. You know, with Um, the maker mind. Yeah. Yeah. What's the what's the what's the little saying we can all get tattooed on our wrist? You know, that. um Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. Hit us up. What up? Or write it in or write it in a review on iTunes. Cool. Wow. Five star. That well, way, it'll get you. red
0: look at here. You. Sure.
1: Even if it's terrible. It's a multimedia it.
0: machine. I love it. Yeah. Am I, I hashtagging? <laughs> just, Are you? Are you hashtagging? No. I don't
1: know. there's com- a commercial. Up. It's, I just thought it was funny. But it was funny. I saw that commercial. Yeah. The guy. The, like uh, the guy that prevents young people from turning into their parents. It's like a yeah. funny
0: premise. First of all, it's impossible. Yeah. At one point, <laughs> I catch myself on the daily saying something that my dad would have said in the oh, way yeah. he would have said it with his exact inflections. And I just sort of just chuckle. And I'm like, something I would have made fun of him for, but it's now part of my own speech.
1: I, I, I hear his literal voice coming out of my throat, and I'm like, s- yeah. s- s- quiet down, Dad. See, I got I, this. I'm, I'm like, oh, past that. Now, I, now that I'm actually into the elderly myself, <laughs> yeah.
2: I now am, like, convinced that, no, young people are stupid. It's not the same thing as when I was young. They, they don't know what they're doing. And mm-hmm. it's it's just, get off my lawn doesn't mean get off my lawn. It means there's reasons behind not wanting you to trespass on my lawn. This isn't just a thing. I, I, I can justify this now. I have mm-hmm. the wisdom.
0: The wisdom, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he has the wisdom. He has the power. Um, Tim, you have any other examples of sort of getting stuck?
1: I, I didn't. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure I have hundreds of them, right? But what I, I did want to mention real quick was, um, and Phil, your kids are at the perfect age right now. Um, that this I is think it something depends
0: on perspective, but let's hear it.
1: Perfect age for not sleeping. And, no, <laughs> but um, um, sometimes when you get stuck on these things uh, in life in general, I, I found like, and it's been many times, kids are great uh, helpers for, and not like like physical helpers, but for helping to get over problems. Like sometimes you'll be like, you know what, I can't get this. I can't get this basketball hoop to stay because this bolt is missing. Jake, what should I do? Take a minute sometimes to do that, and it's not that their answers are always going to necessarily help you, but what they do is they sort of they change the they change the mm. atmosphere. But then yeah. often they do help. I remember you know, like like Maddie has been my hero for the, since she was like she was one of the first kids I ever interacted with because she was already six years old when you know Gwen and I started dating, and um and so around that age six or seven, like um I I tell the story all the time, but um. I had this old car and I had this emotional attachment to it, but I didn't drive. It It was like a second car. And it was like, everything was broken on it. Like it leaked and like the doors didn't work, the air conditioner, And and I had to get the thing through, um, take the emissions. And I was watching Maddie while Gwen was working and she's driving on the back of this car. She's hot. She's miserable. I'm at the emissions place waiting in line, you know, and uh, I'm not going to have time because I got to get her to something, whatever. And I'm driving. I'm like kind of feeling that tension, that pressure. And Maddie from the backseat goes seven years old. She's like, Tim, why don't you just throw this car away? She's like, y- you don't drive it. Nothing works. Why are you doing this? And it's just like that. Boom. There's the got me out of the tunnel. And I, I donated it to NPR the next day. And <laughs> the the they said no babes. thank you. Wow, for the tax write off. Yeah, I got $50 I got for the tax write off on it. But um, there's something about that, you know, the mouth of babes kind of thing. Like sometimes I yeah. have this, cl- this clarity of vision that we, you know, are, we have so much more life experience that we're applying to these things. And sometimes that gets in our way. You know,
0: you're like,
1: 100%. you talk about like your bolt. You're like, well, we're on a slight incline, so we will roll down the hill. All, all these things you're justifying out of the fact of, like, okay, the bolt's gone. Now what? You know, you just couldn't get to that point. Well, Sometimes yeah, you're, right. it,
2: it absolutely comes down to you need to change the narrative, right? Mm, exactly. You're, yeah. You're running around with your head, or like a chicken with your head cut off, and it's, it's just not doing anybody any good. It's hard when you're stuck into that mode, though. It really
0: is. Mm. I'll tell you what it's sort of like, okay? So. I catch myself using the GPS a lot when I'm driving, primarily for two reasons. One, it'll change your route if there's traffic, which is great, also tells you when the fuzz is about. And and so I kind of just turn off my brain and I just listen to wherever Waze tells me to go. And ultimately, I always get there on time. But I'm literally like, even if I know how to get there, I'm still ignoring my brain and listening to Waze. And so when I'm following instructions, when I'm building something, same deal. I'm just following it to the letter. And so when I get to a part that I can't get past, I'm not using my brain. I'm just mm. like I'm in the instructions. You it says it I need Bolt AAV. <clears throat> where is Bolt AAV?
1: <clears throat> and I
0: think that's where sort of the maker yep. mentality has to sort of kick <clears throat> in and say, okay, who cares about Bolt AAV? All you need is a Bolt. So just go into the garage you know, make one. I've made
2: whatever. this suggestion to a few younger people in my life to because you're talking about driving around using the navigation right and we all use yeah. our phones now everything else i've actually had a few people that said, you know what you need to do you need to go buy a map and you need to write down some directions and not use mm-hmm. your phone and do it that way just every once in a while because it'll make you just back on the commercial it's just, <laughs> well, yeah, it's another thing too, right? Yeah. If you printed out directions how to get somewhere, you're too old. You're you're, you're, you're in the right place, yeah.
0: I had yeah, MapQuest. Yeah, yeah. I
1: remember. Oh yeah. I am, yeah. I but I mean, seriously,
2: it's, that's a good, number one, it's a good skill to have because what if you don't have your phone? How are you going to get to somewhere now, right? But it's just, it's, just, it's changing that narrative of like, I'm not going to be dependent upon this thing to completely get me
1: to the end of my goal. You yeah. know, there's other ways to get there. My my friend Donnie, the drummer I used to carpool with all all the time in the band, he's like he's like one of the smartest guys I know. He's got a degree in philosophy. Um like he's just a super intelligent guy and he had the Garmin, you know, on the on the you know, before even our phones are doing it. And we would be driving to gigs and we'd be talking philosophy or Star Trek or whatever nerdy stuff we're talking about. And he would like we'd be on the highway, like a two hundred mile drive to Vermont that we make every weekend. You know what I mean? Like we do the same drive every weekend. And he would, the, for whatever reason, the Garmin would be like, take exit 19, and it would drive us off the exit, and then it would drive us back on the highway again every once in a while, because it was like kind of the earlier days of that tech, they would just mess up sometimes, and he would do yeah. it. He would like drive off the highway Said to do it, what? you Because know, I'm like, where are you going? He's like, well, just to take exit 19. I'm like, we do this gig every weekend for six years. Have we ever once gotten off at of this exit? Like, what? Is-? I mean, I understand why you have it on for the reference and the time and the cops and all yes. stuff but like. But it's not your boss.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like- but that's just exactly what it is. you. You like you go into in receiving instructions executing right, right. instructions yeah, just,
1: yeah i couldn't believe he did it more than once he just like blah 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 blah, blah just pulling off the highway where are you going you got to get gas no it said exit 19 <laughs>
0: yeah that's just you know
1: another thing, thing to try that
2: that could be fun next time you're putting something together like your basketball hoop don't use the instructions and i try not to and it's not because no, i i don't need the the instructions that's not why Try and figure it out on your own because that makes it a lot more challenging. Separate the nuts and bolts. Okay, I've got (laughs) four of this size. I've got four of this size. I've got these many washers. Why are there... These bolts don't seem to have washers. You know what I'm saying? Try and figure it out on your own if you're not in a hurry, if you've got some time. And and try and put it together that way. And before you start attacking it, look at all the parts and the pieces. Oh, that's, that's why I need this one's a little bit longer because I can see that now. If you actually step back... Look at what you're trying to accomplish, right? Mm-hmm. Without these distractions, take your time, take a breath, and see if you can do it on your own. Try putting. I mean, I I don't like looking at instructions. I just don't. I don't o- know why. Often the, yeah, often and they'll I be don't like often you know. Need them
1: to be honest. The, the, it's like a one millimeter or two millimeter difference in length of these bolts, right? And so it's yeah. real easy to overlook that. But if you take a minute and you line them all up, like Bill saying, and you kind of look at them, I I tend to do that, and I look at the pictures first, and then I'll I'll kind of survey and be like, what's the thing that's going to screw me up? You know what I mean, and then I'll kind of flip to that page.
0: <laughs> so I, you know, I did that with um, the the was the jungle gym that I built for my daughter. The one that gave me a nervous breakdown. Yeah, the
1: one you cried about. <laughs>
0: the one I cried about. Thanks for reminding the audience. Uh, so I took the lid and I flipped it over, and it was a big like two by six foot lid essentially of cardboard. And so I laid out every part. And I used a Sharpie, and I said what part it was and what size it was, and I kind of circled around it, mm-hmm. and I was super organized because it just came in a giant bag of stuff and then the mm-hmm. instructions. The way it was for this basketball net was that there was a bag of parts per stage that you were in in the instructions, mm-hmm. and so if you opened it all up, then you potentially were mixing up parts I don't know, it was, I was not looking for an extra challenge. I have enough of those. Uh, <laughs> but still... I, I uh, can appreciate what you're trying to say and that like sort of think through it without just blindly following and I think that's frankly good life ad- advice. In general, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Great Excellent. topic. I enjoyed this one. Hmm. Let's uh, let's talk about what grabbed our attention this week. Let's go to Tim first this time. What grabbed your attention? Uh,
1: I think I mentioned this podcast before. I never have videos or, or anything to talk about because I just don't I haven't been watching a lot of videos. I've been watching a little bit of nonsense TV on the weekends sometimes or whatever but Um, But I do listen to a lot of podcasts still because I just play them in the shop all day, you know, and um, this one is called You're Wrong About and it's a a BuzzFeed reporter and a a woman that's an author and they and they just sort of they they kind of step back in time a little bit and sort of take things apart from our past recent past, you know, Um, this week's episode is about just political correctness. Um, okay. Like that, the 90s phenomena of, you know, of political correctness and sort of ha- where it came from and how it came about. And it was just super interesting because I, I remember that, you know, I've, like we all kind of came up in that era. And there's, you know, there's pros and cons to the concept of being politically correct. Um, and of course, a lot of it is very laughable. And, you know, so there'd be like things like, oh, well, you know, don't say he's bald, say he's follically challenged. And people would make jokes about that. But it turns out a lot of the things that that people were complaining about with political correctness were never actually things that people were actually saying you should say. They were just jokes that got taken out of, you know what I mean? So it was like the whole uproar of political correctness, like it was non-existent. You know what I mean? It's just people being upset about being upset about jokes, basically. You know, but it's really they they deep dive this stuff and they kind of make fun of it, and it's a lot of fun. I just like the I like the concept of the podcast and their personalities. They really, they're fun to listen to. So you might enjoy that.
0: That's awesome.
1: And, that, and the Mike Birbiglia uh, podcast too. Since I mentioned that, earlier, that's another good one where they just it's, if you like comedians and you like to kind of you know look behind the curtain a little bit on how comedy is made. Phil, like you probably really like it. There's Some interesting yeah. people. Yeah, it's not.
0: To. I, I love it because it's not. Necessarily funny, right? It's not you, a lot of these podcasts where you get the sort of the behind the scenes about comedy. It's not funny. People assume that because of comedian's in it, I appreciate the effort and the lifestyle that goes into being a comedian because there's so much mechanics to it,
1: right? So that's you know, in, in you know, Mike Barbiglia in general, is he's like very like the, the, his whole process is he writes these very long shows, he gets into a very deep, you know, deep and dark personal things of his life, and then he makes it like an hour long show that's not always funny but yeah. but he does there's a lot of jokes and so so you know he's like working on a like you know his next act and so he'll just be like well this is this thing I was talking about and he'll kind of read it out to the other comedian who will laugh and and then be like that was great and then they'll be like but maybe instead of that you could say this and shorten that up and then go further with that and they kind of mm-hmm. work you know I, it's fun to hear that sort of the the, you
0: know what the biggest of, compliment. Of people that are really good give, at it you know for sure yeah. but the biggest compliment you can give a comedian isn't necessarily to laugh at a joke it's to with a straight face go. That was funny.
1: Yeah, that's a dead to talk about. Not that <laughs> like, nothing a comedian loves more.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. That was funny. You know, because like comedians hear jokes all day long, and like, it's rare to get a laugh out of a comedian. But if another comedian tells you that that's funny, that's cool. I, like, it's nice. It's very cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's an interesting show. You might like that. So there's my two podcasts. I will. I'm
0: gonna check it out. i already your, still, I already said this. Bill Lutz, what grabbed your attention this week?
2: Well, I'm excited because a couple of things uh, will grab my attention. Was a few things that are coming up. The new seasons are upon us. Not yet; they're coming soon. Star Trek Discovery. Oh yeah. Handmaid's Tale. Uh, just said 2021. This is, this is, I just first now just seen an ad. Oh
1: my god. But anyway, so, so there's two shows that so are coming up: Star Trek Discovery, F- Handmaid's Tale. What? I should start bugging Phil now. Then.
0: Yes, immediately. In yeah. fact. Uh, by the way, Handmaid's Tale. If you guys haven't watched it, it's unreal, oh, uh, so good and filmed in Toronto so
2: unreal ah. unreal so good. love that show. Oh, uh, oh, but oh, the, the new show that I'm actually watching uh, we just uh, came across it. It's called the Nevers. And it's an HBO show, I believe. Um, more. the what but tell me more Oh, um so. Something happened in old um, uh old town London, right? So this is back, I don't know, Jack the Ripper type time, okay. okay? Something happens and this weird sparkly dust falls down and it gives some people, just a few, some abilities. Like one girl can touch things and it makes them float. Another girl walks into a room and people just start telling her stuff you wouldn't normally tell other people. Anyway, so the the gentry and the elites are kind of getting nervous about it because, uh, you know, they don't they're not in control of it. There's people are having these little powers and then there's some bad people that have powers. And it's just it's just it's it's almost like an X-Men, mm, but it's that's not what I was thinking it sound kind of
0: 19th like, century. So, it's yeah, like, um, 19th
2: century, kind of like X-Men, but they don't. it's just it's a trip. And uh, we got hooked on it really quick. So we're on like episode three now or something, I think. But
0: well, I got to check that out. The mm, Nevers. The Nevers. Okay, okay. I'm writing it
1: down. You know what show I'm watching right now that uh, is older, but the, it's they're still making. it? Is that Homeland? Did you ever watch that one? Yeah. Oh yeah, Casey and I watch every about, season. Talk about a first episode being hooked. Like I've yeah. been it had been kind of on my list for a while, but it's on Hulu for me, which has commercials, which drives me nuts, and so I just kind <laughs> of was like, yeah, you know. But um but yeah like I talk about it It was like 40 minutes of the first episode I'm like all right I'm watching all these Claire Danes so.
2: first of all Claire Danes is an oh my goodness amazing yeah top 10 actors of all time She's You remember just amazing. you
1: remember her from My So-Called Life This is like the 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 thing cuz which she had the show on MTV it was like a one season cult classic show on MTV with with uh, Jared Leto and she yeah, was a yeah. teenager and uh, and so she was like a heartthrob for like a year. And so now my wife calls her my girlfriend. She's like, "Oh, you're watching that show with your girlfriend in it?" Because <laughs> when I was a teenager, I used to watch her. But um, but like, I did she ever do anything between that? Because I I was like, yeah, she did a bunch of movies. Yeah, she's she's,
2: she's been in a she's, lot of stuff because she's incredible.
1: But... Yeah, yeah, and, she's uh, very talented. Because I, I only knew her from that like where she was just like a mopey teenager. You know? No, no,
2: no. She's so had her. All I can yeah. tell, I think there's what seven seasons, six, six Eight, seasons. I like? think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It lost steam around the fourth season.
2: No, I don't think so. I, I it changed. I, I yeah. Just, just enjoy it for what it is because it's amazing, right. and the new challenges that, just everything that happens to her, and it's all about her. Everything that happens yeah. to her, yeah. the ups, the downs, it just blow your mind. So keep going. Yeah. It's amazing.
0: It's actually based on um, an Israeli show that uh that they picked up and sort of americanized it was interesting it was very cool
1: oh inter- what do you know the name of that show
0: i'll google it for you and i will send you a text
1: yeah that'd be cool because yeah. i like watching um shows from other countries you know what i mean like uh, I've, been, I've watched a few shows from uh, from korea um mm-hmm. and I just watch them with the subtitles on whatever because the yeah. storytelling's different and also then the scenery is always like you know just like everything's just it's fun you know to like
0: for sure yeah. Yeah. Phil
2: it's, the way the way you brought that up um, don't take this offensively but are
1: you, are you <laughs> Jewish
0: <laughs> well played well played Maybe it's actually be, a good segue should into that be the
1: name of our episode
0: <laughs> what I yeah are you Jewish good idea that'll do well for the algorithm um, actually it's funny that you say that because I have been watching a show with subtitles but it is very it's pretty Jewy uh, it's actually on Netflix <laughs> It's called, uh, it's called Shtisel, and it's about um, ortho- ultra-Orthodox Jews in, uh, in Israel, and it's basically a soap opera about the stories and the things that happened to this community and, like, specific, like, two or three different families, and it's in Hebrew and it's subtitles, and, like, I speak Hebrew and I understand it, but there's a lot of, like, expressions that I don't know because sure. the last time I really spoke Hebrew, I was 12 years old, so um, I'm, I'm into it. It's it's great storytelling. Uh, but what I was actually going to talk about is there is uh, there's this, there's I guess this one season show called Savage Builds, and it the teaser for it like the eight minute video preview for the episode with Simone and Laura Comp well Simone Gertz and, and Laura Comp I saw on my in my Facebook in my sorry my uh, YouTube feed today and so I watched it and I was like oh this is really good and sort of like the teaser leaves off with a cliffhanger so I saw in the comments that like. You can't really watch this anywhere unless you, you know, um, what's the expression? You go on the high seas. So <laughs> so I went and I got the episode and I watched it and it was 25 minutes or whatever. It was – I really, really enjoyed it. Like I don't know if I would enjoy it as much if I didn't already know these these two makers and how great they are. Um, but it was a really cool episode and I really enjoyed it. So I guess they, they just recently put out all of these eight-minute teasers for these episodes of shows you can't actually – legitimately get so i thought that was super strange but
1: they're in europe uh, right is that the uh,
0: well they put it out on discovery at australia is where the episode or the teaser came out but this was an american show it was called um what was it called it was called savage builds Anyways, this one episode was basically they made these mad max cars and then they had to right and wasn't adam savage like the host yeah right yeah yeah. Yeah, I'd and heard about show, that. But, but like, they it, built it in San Fran. Like, it was all in San Francisco.
1: Yeah, I'd heard that they were doing that, but I never just it just sort of fell off. I never saw it. It was yeah, kind of like the show episodes. I did. That was the whole thing. It was like the show I did. We did three episodes. There was, like, all this hype for, like, one week, and then it just gone. Yeah.
0: You know? The all funny right, thing weird. is, is, like, it was a three-day build. The night between day two and day three, the workshop or wherever they were doing the movie set yeah. was robbed of all the tools. No kidding. So day day three, like, they kind of just had to make do, I guess, or whatever. But it was such a strange thing. Anyways, but it it was cool. I liked seeing Laura do, like, Laura's very good. And and Simone just came out with a very practical design. So I really enjoyed it also. And Adam's thing was gross.
2: Yeah, Laura's probably Uh, one of the most creative people on the planet.
0: She's just so, like... She just sees things differently than other yep. people. Well, and again, she comes she, yep. up with things. Yeah.
1: She's a visual artist. She comes at making from, not from the craft side, but from the art side. You know what I mean? Yep, right. And it's just like that different perspective.
0: Yeah. And she's the only one who talked about like, okay, this is the shape I'm going to use. And it's going to be a design theme throughout my car. Hmm. And I was like, wow. What a... What a brilliant way of looking at this thing! Like, mm, and everything yeah. sort of followed that shape that she was doing. It just made a ton of sense. And then Adam built a warthog out of a car. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. Anyways, I really enjoyed. It. Cool. Um, let's move on here to.
1: No reviews yeah. this week, so. Ah.
0: Someone's so in what trouble. What do you have to say about that? If you have to say something, what you do?
1: I.
2: You know. Maybe maybe it's time we just we just stop. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if, if, if we're asking too much from people, I, I don't want to push the limits of people's generosity, you know, cause the 30 seconds of their life, they can't afford to put one little review on. I, I don't know. We got thousands of subscribers and we get, you know, one or two reviews if we're lucky a month. I just, I don't know.
1: I, I, just I, I don't the, know what we've done. Can I just add John, you've done enough. Thank you. <laughs> we're not besides asking John. you for any more.
2: Yeah. Besides John. <laughs> So I don't know what else we can do or or how we can make this the importance of this um, without sounding like we're just crying and complaining. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else to do, Phil.
0: I don't know either, but I can tell you, you've mastered the art of the Jewish guilt. So (laughs) well done, my friend. Um, Our websites, WilliamLutz.com, NewPerspectivesMusic.com, GuineaPigTanks.com, SquareTools.com, and isotunes.com. Don't forget to support the companies that support the makers that you like. It's very important. Contact us for show topic suggestions, feedback, tips. You can send us a written, typed out email or... A voice note and send that to info you can also hit us up on twitter at reclaimed audio those iTunes reviews I vaguely remember Bill talking about them uh, you just go to our website reclaimedaudiopodcast.com you click on the link and it pops up in your iTunes we could not have made it any easier like I tried you just you can't make it any easier than this and of course patreon.com slash reclaimed audio um, best way to keep us on the air frankly so thanks everyone and have a great week bye everybody be good